Welcome to the Game Changer 00100 show. I'm your host, Game Changer. All right. So let me start off with this first super chat of the day. It says, hold old man's feet to the fire, um, none above approach. Okay, listen. Really didn't plan on doing that just now because um, didn't really see the point in it. And I don't want to create any more unnecessary divisions in it. But I'll play the, I'll play the clip that I was talking about in the thing because, okay, so I hit the like button, by the way, and this will give people a chance to come up. So for those of you who don't know, um, O'Shea, or excuse me, um, Obsidian today said that uh, he don't let personal life determine if he should mess with a person or not. Like that's not a determining factor on if he should mess with a person or not. I came up and I asked them straight up, like, you know, but you did say that, you know, you wouldn't mess with somebody because of their D game. And then he said, no, he didn't. And then, you know, um, I said, well, I could bring up the clip. And he said, yeah, go ahead and bring up the clip and bring up the context um, that the clip is brought up in and went back and came back with the clip. And he basically said, no, let's stick with the let's stick with the topic at hand. Let's not, you know, even go there. Let's let's stick to the topic, which are, you know, he was deflecting to the topic, attempting to avoid the situation as it stands or attempting to ignore that. He just challenged me to bring up some information that I brought up. And then when I played it, his response was I was posing the question. I wasn't, you know. I wasn't saying that I wouldn't work with them. Now, there is a such thing as what I call and what everybody else call a rhetorical question. That is a rhetorical question that he posed. But let me write down a timestamp because the video I'm going to cover today is in the same video of Bernard's. So let me just, and I already had that queued up, but I'll go back to to do that. All right. And I wrote down, at least I think I did, the timestamp of the other thing. I think it's this one. All right. Give me a second, y'all. actually didn't write down that timestamp so I'm trying to remember if I could if I could find it again. Let's try here. All right. Let me share screens and go back at it. Dude, and he said, you know, oh, I can't do business with you because because some chick from high school said that you didn't struggle. I don't care, you know. Well, uh, you know, what's interesting, you know, there's the idea out there that goes something like this. A lot of these, 
speaking to about Nikki in particular, but think by extension, other black women, that she and or other black women are lying when they give a man a bad deal. Well, first of all, why would I want to? All right, here we go. Dirty Mac on guys who, you know, have. Here, I'll give it, I'll go back a little bit further way, to the context. You mess with okay. So when black women are complaining, and, and remember, the black manosphere came about as a direct result of black women's complaints. Take away the black women's complaints, there is no black man in a very real sense. That's accurate. That's accurate. So, so black women have been complaining about black men doing them wrong. Okay, fine. We got to get like Quantico with it. Who are they? Who are they? Black women refuse to be specific. Take Cynthia G. She's important here. She she wants to have us believe that all black men ain't sugar, honey, icy, but we know that's not true. We know the profile of the black men that she got entangled with, and it ain't Bernard, it ain't Kevin, it ain't Mumia. Now keep my name. I, I don't like when my name get used in your um examples. I, I, come on. <laughs> uh, there I said it in the building. says, catch a flight. You fly out. I'll beat you. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, JB, don't think you're above getting uh, timed out and or blocked for trolling me. Don't think, don't, 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 don't think I won't do it. I will do it, JB. I will. I will. But, um, all right. Uh, like I said, in general. So, so Cynthia won't, Cynthia, now, now this is what, this is what happens with Cynthia. Cause this happened last time we talked. So I backed Cynthia in a, into a corner. Because I did just that. I did the, the Quantico FBI profiler routine on. And I got her to admit that even though black men ain't sugar, honey, iced tea, I, I might as well take the most sexually desirable one and, 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 and do my thing with them. So I got her to describe who it was. And, and, and basically, hoisted, she hoisted herself on her own petard. So again, the guys over here, I'm not going to use your name. I'll just say the guys over here. It ain't the guys over here. So she hoisted herself on her own petard. When you say the guys over here, again, I go back to what I said. It's almost like trying to get one group of men online to to, to make their case. Um, Dirty Mac on another group of men online over there so we can get a cyber pat on the head from any woman in a listening earshot. And that just looks goofy to me, Nathidian. It, it, I, I don't understand it. Well, first of all, why would I want a Dirty Mac on guys who, you know, have trash... Yeah. I mean, why would I want to do that? All right, all right, okay. Game change. You got anything? No, I think that that's the proper word. I mean, listen, um, femininity in the black community is scary, and I think that we are reacting in a way to where um, um, any group would react when a resource becomes scarce, and that is become hyper competitive with each other. I'm seeing that a lot, and I'm. And I'm Saying that the women are sitting back laughing as we do this. This is an unnecessary division over a resource that they control. You know, we need to, we need collectively as black men, we need to work on that. Yeah, but why would I want to, you know? Now, right there, right? I was making a very important point, pointing out how easily we're divided over the attention and the affections of women based on this whole educated lane pookie ray ray thing and listen up i'm saying his response to this i know he's trying to be cheeky but listen 
unnecessary division over a resource that they control. You know, we need to, we need collectively as black men, we need to work on that. Yeah, but why would I want to, you know, link up with guys who have trash dick? I mean, what? Now, to quote Obsidian, you're right, this is a question. It's a rhetorical question, but it is a question nonetheless. So he did say that part. Now, to quote Obsidian, to ask the question is to answer the question. And the answer is you don't wish to work with somebody because they have trash dick. But he's going to further elaborate. Why would I want to link up with them? I want to link up with guys who are verified swordsmen. And then he said, I want to link up with guys who are verified swordsmen. I want to link up with guys who are verified swordsmen two days later. I don't link up with guys based on, you know, their, their personal doings. I don't care. But you just said, I, and this wasn't a question. This was a statement, and it wasn't a rhetorical question either. I want to link up with guys who are verified swordsmen. If you are not a verified swordsman, I do not want to link up with you. Why would I link up with somebody? Yeah, exactly. So y'all get the gist of it. So that, that, that whole, you know, this is an L for you, game changer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That is... That is all cap. It's all to avoid this point. And listen, it didn't, and this is to Obsidian, if you listen. It didn't have to go there. It, and it doesn't. It, it really doesn't. Listen, I get that. You can just say you was joking about what you were saying, you know, the other day. And that, that would be a perfectly reasonable thing. You know, like, I wasn't trying to call you out or, you know, catch you up or, you know, uh, get one over on you. It wasn't even about that. You know, I was really like, you know, if you're saying that we should work with um, brothers, you know, regardless of uh, their reports or, you know, their personal dwellings, you know, basically, um, because that's what you were saying about, um, I believe, Future and, and Kevin Samuels, and that's something I agree with, then, you know, we probably want to go in a different direction than what you were saying here. That's my whole point. I was actually happy that you was that you was uh, starting to see it that way. All right. So that's the end of that. That is the end of that. Let me, let me stop right there. Okay. So back to the topic at hand, hit the like button. Femininity is scarce in the black community. It's scarcer than a motherfucker. You know, you, if you, pull out maybe like 20 female, maybe one of them will be actually feminine, you know, or fit feminine and friendly, you know, maybe one of them. So with this absence, we do have like a lot of guys who are doing a lot of things, right? They're, they're getting with a lot of unfeminine women, you know, hopefully that if they, if they have experiences with five unfeminine women it counts as one feminine one i mean there's there's all sorts of things that we're doing to cope with this and we have become hyper competitive we have become hyper focused on what that one in 20 woman wants 
Like, no, she wants this. No, she wants this. And that's what that whole, that's what the whole Pookie Rare Educator Lane thing is about. You know, she wants this. She wants this, not this. She wants this, not this. I know what girls like. You know, it's, it's, it's just that argument over and over and over again. And frankly, I'm sick of it. Right. So when, um, oh, and there's also a belief by people like Obsidian and many others that Pookie Ray Ray is getting um, more than their fair share of femininity. And that's something else people do when they when they're dealing with a scarce resource. You know, you when when your plate is empty or when your plate is low, you start looking at the next man's plate. And in this case, the next man, he, he has his plate covered up, but, you know, have him tell it it's a whole Thanksgiving dinner on this plate. I don't think that that's the case with Pookie Ray Ray. I could be wrong, but I don't. Um, I don't think that, I mean, there are those who do, and there are those, there are those who don't. But I don't think that women, the plurality of Black women, are really prioritizing the Pookie Ray Ray thing over damn near anything. Trust me, there are those who do. And there are those who don't. Maybe it's even, maybe it's not. But I do know that it's negligible and not even worthy to think about it. And also, and here's the, here's the gist of it. Very few dudes are getting it based on Pookie-ism alone. And I think that that is another thing that on that side, on the Pookie side, that they are having a very difficult time coping with. <clears throat> because let's face it, they want that. They they want women to fuck their pukesity, if not them. So you get the guys. Some of them in their 40s, which is unheard of, but you know, some of them in their 30s, and I shouldn't say which is unheard of, which is something that should be unheard of you get these guys who want to get it based solely on that and women for the most part aren't really giving it based solely on that and even the ones who are giving it based solely on that you have to be a lot of that. Meaning you can't just say, I'm a pookie. It's like, okay, where do you rank in the photocracy? What is your rank? For example, I forget where it was, uh, maybe like Chicago or something like that. I forget. But there was a guy who was like the head of the BGF in prison. And he was getting prison guards um, pregnant. You know, pimping them out, all kind of stuff, right? He, while in jail, he is at the top of the protocracy in that area. 
You can't get more at the top than the head of a gang of people who are locked up for pookieism. He's at the very top. And it and it does seem like he had all the possessy available in that prison, which came from the guards. Meaning that the second tier, they got his leftovers or they paid for it. And then, you know, it just went down there. So if you're a free guy with no record at all and no, no, no stab wounds or nothing, you just wear the clothes, talk the talk and have some affiliation. You know, a couple people who did a couple things. You're at the bottom of the plutocracy. So even the women who who sleep with dudes solely on their pookie essness, it's still not going to help you that much. It's just not. You're you're at the like button. You're at the bottom of the plutocracy. And there's um, a belief. And this is what's causing all the unnecessary division, I think, from the ELs, or because I'm saying it's not EL, but um, you know, from the non-Pookies, that the chicks are overdoing these guys. And that's what Dennis Sperling was saying, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they are playing you on that. I can't emphasize that enough. The women are playing the fellas on this. They're playing you against each other. While they benefit from both sides. All right, give me a moment. So, as the conversation was going on, and Obsidian was talking, you know, um, Blizz blasting him ham about, um, you know, I want quantical evidence, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I, I want this. I want that. Basically, what he wants is he wants to assure that all of the complaints that black women make are towards Pookie. And of course, the rightful conclusion from that would be to stop messing with Pookie. And what I want to say, and what I wanted to say, and this is why I was asking for evidence to that fact, is that the complaints that they have is not necessarily from Pookie. The primary complaint that they have is that they're relegated to fucking with Pookie. That's really the primary concerns. But when you listen to the complaints, a black woman. Like, on one hand, you know, they do complain about the pookies and shit like that, but the primary complaint is um, the guys that they want want Latinas. The guys that they want want white women. The guys that they want want Asian women. You know, like, you know, the super elite, the super duper, um, you know, quad duper elite dudes, you know, they want women that are not like them. The masters of the universe, so to speak. And the primary interactions that they have with the other people is that these are the leftovers. All right. So 
let me share the screen and I'll show you how that conversation went down. And then I'm going to bring it back to the looks. All right. Thanks again, Great Britain, the bearded man. All right. Here we go. Hang them an equal number. Because I'm saying, who are the black men? Who are they? Huh? Who are the black men who are giving you problems? Who are they? Why should they bang anybody in equal numbers? I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Okay, let me give you some context. So prior to this, he was saying, you know, um, well, here, I'll just go back further. Because it, it was so, it was a little out there. But we were on a topic of sexual marketplace socialism. All right, it, it, the topic was brought up about sexual marketplace socialism, but I haven't explained it because you can do it better. I can't. It's a set of behaviors that black men possess that is very similar to yours. No. It's a problem. Okay. Go no. Because, because, Kevin is a black, because Kevin is a black man. Kevin and Kenny, meaning Kenny Petty, meaning Nicki Minaj's husband, they're both black men. But they don't think the same. There's a difference. And see, what we want to do is we want to reduce this down to all black men thinking the same. I'm sorry, that's not true. I actually didn't. When you mentioned the collective of black men. Um, I didn't mention the collective of black men. I didn't. Okay, well, you said that the problem is is that far too many men don't accept the fact that, you know, um, a woman. Far too many is not collective. That's really what collective means. That's no, it really doesn't. Hurt. A collective is a large group of people. Many is a large group of person, places, or things. So, yeah, it really is that. But once again, stuff like this, is get, it gets real petty and, quite frankly, annoying. That's what the word many means. And no, collective is just that. Many, many, many means a group. A group is a collective. Many is not a collective. Many is not a collective. God damn. Yes, God damn. Many is not a collective. Okay. So what I'm saying, a collective is a large group of people. In other words, a collective is many people. And since I was referencing people when I said many, it truly is. In here. So what I'm saying here is that there is a there are distinctions between and among black women. The brothers that represent the world star hip hop crowd would not see a distinction between Stormy Wellington and Kevin's usual black female audience. They would not see that distinction. Okay, and there we have it. So he is basically separating the world star hip hop brothers from others and saying that the women see them. And what he's getting at is that he they he's under the impression that women value them more. That women value them significantly higher than they value other groups. And the reason why I make this video is I wanted to point out that women um, in this and really are valuing looks over anything. And that's what I was um, wanted to point out here. But let me show, show you what I mean. I don't see a distinction if she agrees to be in a relationship with me. But as far as the, the world and her success and accomplishments and doors that she can open and places she can go that I can't, yeah, she's kicking my ass in the, in, the, in the world of being successful in America.
But if we in a relationship, then no, I, I don't see a distinction. That's my opinion. So what I want to talk about is this whole um, Not everybody. So what, what I want to talk about is this whole thinking that everybody is flawed but me um, that we have going on in the, in the black manosphere because it's really causing a lot of unnecessary division, as I mentioned before. This thinking that, you know, the problem with black men is that they're not more like me is going to, and, and it is, I see it a lot, especially from a city. It's, it's really going to just like intersect the entire sphere into just a group of people all competing for what should be, what should women give their body to. That's what it seems like it's coming down to. Well, let me disabuse you of that. Okay. First of all, I don't think that I'm without flaw at all. By definition, I'm flawed. Here's one real good example. Here's one real good example of how I'm flawed. I'm disabled. Okay. That would be the definition of disabled, but it wasn't really by a definition of anything that was said before. Like by the definition of flaw, obsidian isn't like. But yeah. Do I think all black men should be disabled like me? Do you think black women should? go for disabled guys? I, I think black women should go for whoever they should go for. Okay, so then there you go. Then there isn't a problem with anybody. There isn't a problem with Pookie Ray Ray. There isn't a problem with anyone because a black woman should go for whoever they want to go for. What I said, I didn't say anything about problems. I said I, mean, I asked, there isn't a problem with select black women. I, right? I, asked, I asked black women, who are the men giving you the problem? Who are they? It's not enough that they're just black men. Because if that was true, black women would just be banging just black men. All they had to be are just black and male. We know that's not true. So so the whole dad versus cat thing, you know, it really doesn't matter because if that's what black women want um, and the problems, that's okay, right? Yeah, it would be if they were banging cats and dads in equal number. We know that's not true. And this is where the conversation went to the equal numbers portion. Now, for those of you who don't know, cat is like a conspicuously handsome dude and dad is a person that has dad qualities now i will say that the two things aren't mutually exclusive meaning a handsome person can have dad qualities and in fact there really isn't any correlation like well there's some but it's very little meaning that a more attractive guy um has the ability to be a cat but outside of that it's really really not so when he says cads and dads what he's saying here is that they're fucking attractive guys more than they're fucking guys who are not attractive but have bad qualities why should they have to bang them in equal numbers because i'm saying who are the black men who are they huh? who are the black men who are giving you problems who are they why should they bang anybody in equal numbers? I'm asking you, I, I I'm asking, I'm making the question. My I, I question has always that. been, you my question has always been from day one. I want specificity on these problematic black men. Who I, I are they? Don't don't know or care, but I mean I do want to You don't, that. but I do. That has been I my position from day one. Obsidian. Um I you you mentioned like if they should fuck each of them equally. I want to into that. So you're saying that um, I should get just as much pussy from Michael B. Jordan. I never made that argument. 
What do you so elaborate on? What do you mean? I just think. Well, regular, regular, so you you think that black men should have equal opportunities? No, I never made that argument. So explain. I'm asking you to explain what you meant when My you whole, said that they should dads and cats equally. I, I said I said if they were doing so in equal number, then it wouldn't matter. What I'm saying. All right. So he's basically saying, and I can understand this. Um, he's saying that. The reason why they're having problems is because they're fucking the wrong dudes. And that's something I think that most guys can agree with. Yeah. So it matters. Why does it matter? I'm because I want to know who the problem black men are. Okay. I want to know who they are. I want to Quantico. Now you don't really have to ask women who they're fucking to determine who the problem black men are. Because they're these type of black men would cause problems outside of who they're fucking. Quantico FBI profiler. What's the profile of this problematic black men? List it out for me. Okay. I want to know who they are. I don't. I'm not satisfied with just black men ain't shit. That's not good enough. If we were if we were working a case in the FBI, you need a profile of the problem people. I know profiling is uncomfortable for black people, black men in particular. I get it, but just because profiling was misused does not mean that profiling is not useful. I want to know the profile of the black men that black women complain about. They have been very vague. I say intentionally so because it keeps from having to get to really their accountability. They don't want to take accountability for choosing a certain type of black man based on the Quantico profile principle. A lot of black women don't want. Okay. So once again, this is a concern about who the black women are choosing. And I'm going to dig into the woman on the panel. I forget her name. Um, I called her Erica, but, you know, I'm going to dig into the woman on the panel to determine who are they choosing and why and what are the results of their choices. So, yeah. want to do that because a lot of black women don't want to be caught holding the bag. What's the profile of the, of the black man that they choose? I'm curious. That's what we're trying to get at. That's what we're trying to find out. Um, the lady in the bottom, what's, what's your profile? What do you mean? Um, what's the profile of a last man you fucked? <laughs> well, I don't know. What's that? What is that? Is she um, complaining about black? Is she complaining about a problematic black man? No, I'm just curious on who they fucked. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about black women who have been complaining for decades about black men ain't shit, black men ain't doing this, black men ain't leading, black men ain't building. Okay, so who are these black men that you're intimate with? What's the profile? Jackie has not expressed a, 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 a concern about the problematic black men in her life that I'm aware of. The FBI doesn't go to the people who don't have concerns with crimes. The FBI goes, goes to people who do have concerns with crimes. We are looking for the profile of the assailant, of the, the suspect. What is the profile? So have you have you ever fucked a problematic black man? Yes. Uh, what was his profile, please? What is, I don't understand the profile part. So my profile, I mean, uh, what would he look like if he stood facing right, then center, then left, holding a number? What's his profile? That was a bad joke, I admit it. It was either a bad joke or it didn't hit the mark, but nevertheless, could have did without that. No joke. 
Like no, I have no. to give him a, a rating or something? Well, Obsidian, what do you mean by profile? Please elaborate. Hey, hey, okay, well, I, I think I can ask the question better. I think what's being got at here, and um, I, I don't care to ask, or just ask this question, but I think this is what's being asked of you, uh, Jackie Jack. I think they're saying, were the men who gave you, the, who were problematic to your life, were those men um, what Obsidian will call the, the, the Cads or, 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 or Pookie and Ray Rays, were they, you know, the hood nigga types? That, that, I think that's what they're at. Now, a mistake in the question was to associate Cads with Pookie and Ray Ray. So that's a mistake on Bernard's part because, um, and a lot of people who proudly proclaim that camp, they do like to rope in a bunch of positives, black men into that cap, into that camp. Like they rope in the athletes, you know, like they, like everybody else just tend to be in the nerd camp and they're in the athlete, handsome, you know, uh, cool guy, uh, charismatic camp. Like, but that's them aggrandizing themselves just as Obsidian is attempting to aggrandize himself. And that's kind of what Bernard did, but Obsidian put the grouping together like that. But hold on, do you understand, hold on, do you understand what CADs are? CADs are are like, uh, I think Obsidian would define that as like just a conspicuously handsome, smooth, Suave, playboy type, yeah, 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 like a guy, yeah, yeah, a guy, a guy who he he ain't necessarily a pookie or a hood dude, but he's still he he he's he's that guy who gets who's a man about town as a city calls it. So would those be the type of guys that I think that's what they're asking you? I don't care to ask, but that's what they're asking you. Are those type of guys that have uh, caused the uh, uh? All right, so uh, number 16 says, uh, oh, man, want capitalism for his money, socialism for his penis. Um, I don't know. That's that's just. I, I'm trying to get at what he's getting at, you know, which is why I'm really going to question this woman. And I'm also trying to just separate him from this belief that, you know, first of all, he's under the impression that Pookie is handsome, which why? You know, which is why I have the picture up of Little Wayne. I mean, would you say he's handsome? Like, I mean, come on now, let's let's be real. Like, you know, I think he's the second ugliest black dude that I know of in real life, or just or that I've ever seen. So, yeah, I I don't really know if Pookie is necessarily handsome. In fact, I know that there really isn't like a draw for a handsome man to become Pookie, or vice versa. I think like one is a personality type, the other is a look. So, and is Michael B. Jordan Pookie? That's another reason why I bought, um, use this picture. Like, I mean, come on now, let's be realistic. Stop putting Pookie and Cad in the same category. So that was a mistake in this, in the framing of this question. A uh, problem. Yeah, the Cad okay. and the Pookie. No. Yes. Okay, and by extension, and by extension, I think what Obsidian would want to ask you. Um, would you say guys who are more on the spectrum of whatever the hell an educated lame is? <laughs> have, have those guys um, been the ones causing whatever? Have, have those guys caused any, any problems? No. 
Okay. There you go, Obsidian. You got an answer from one uh, Ted Live subject. There you go. All right. Um, anybody? Uh, let me. Let me um, yes. Um, did you? Okay. So, um, Switch Life, thanks for becoming a member. But so right now, she just said that, you know, she's getting the problems from all guys. As somebody said in the chat room, she's getting the problem from all guys. And yeah, she's going to move for you know like she's dating the guys and you know this is e now this isn't what obsidian wants what obsidian wants um is he wants her to say that the problematic guys are these had are these uh excuse me cads slash pookies and of course he's leading to the inevitable conclusion that your problems will be solved by fucking me you distribute the pussy evenly now this is me of course just trolling obsidian okay yes yes what's the question um did you distribute the vagina evenly meaning did you have sex with as many cats as you did educated lanes oh i don't know well, if you had to give a percent, would you say it's 60, 40, 70, 30, 50, 50? What would you say? I mean, uh, cats and poopies are really for just sex. That so you have an unhealthy distribution. So, so you, have a, you have a disbalance. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that because I'm usually in relationships with, I guess, the educated lane. So I have sex more when I'm in a relationship, but cats and poopies are usually get now once again no she's saying cads and pookies she's so and so she's basically putting two categories against one category that. uh, that's, that's what when you when you when you're single and you you know you, you yeah when you have when you have your single moments where you know you when you when you're when you're temporarily for the streets you find the pookies and the, the cads that's what you're saying well, wait a minute. How how do strictly sexual relationships go wrong? I'm curious. <laughs> um, I mean, they, usually Uh-oh. it's usually because they have like a lot of drama going on around their lives. Like, yeah, they, but they, I mean, what does they're, that they're needy. Like they they don't. You, it's like well, it's just. I don't know how to explain it. The, the, lot, the casual yeah. the casual sex evolved into more of a whole entanglement. Exactly. And you and and you you've been in some real relationships with her. And you've got yeah. touchy you you've got feelings and got emotionally attached to some. And yeah. You probably had a couple babies by some, you know, you know, stuff like that. You know, not, not, nothing major. I don't have any kids with babies. Mm-hmm. No babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had an educated lame no Tampa? Oh yeah. Good point. What yeah. category when you was giving your statistics did you place him in? Curious. The wait, if I if the attractive educated lame? Someone who's both CAD and um and um educated lame, yeah. Well what category if, did you place him in? If I think they're if I think they're both and that's the and that's the premise of this show is that cad 
meaning looks is more important than education. Once again, looks, you know, as far as casual sex goes, because that's what we're talking about. That's what I say in hookup culture. Looks trumps education. You know, she's looked at that as more important. Therefore, she puts them in that category. You see, we don't really know because they put Pookie and Cad in the same category. We don't know how many of those guys were Cad and how many of those guys were Pookie. How many? We just know that a large majority of them were, some of them were Cad and Educated Lame. Some of them were Cad and Pookie. It's, it's a weird breakdown. You know, so the ones that she put in the educated lame category are men who are both educated, lame, and or the men who are educated, lame, and unattractive. And for whatever reason, well, for obvious reasons, these are the ones that have longer lasting relationships. The reason why you had more cads, because you classified educated uh, a large number of educated lames as cads, correct? Right, yeah. Now, um, is it safe to say um, that you don't frequently sleep with unattractive men? I don't. Uh, I don't frequently sleep with uh, unattractive men. Yes, that's correct. So the majority of the men that you slept with were attractive, and you placed them in the cat category for that reason. I would like for you to take the cat category and divide it into two subcategories. Um, ones that are educated lanes and ones who are not, and what would you say the breakdown is there? I'm going to be all the way honest. Uh, most of the cats are like, they're educated. They just don't get the lame part attached to it. And there you go. So, yeah, she seems to, her primary pool of men that she desires are both attractive and educated. That is what she's going for. However, so we have three. We have we have unattractive and uneducated. We have educated and unattractive. And then we have the intersection of that, which is what she's shooting for, and which is what many women are shooting for, is men who are both attractive and educated. So the opposite ends are the extremes. On one extreme, you have the Pookie Ray Ray, who would be someone who is unattractive and un uneducated and problematic to society. There, there's a whole bunch of other implications with that. And then, you know, there is on the extreme opposite of the other side, there's someone who is educated, but um, socially awkward, as well as um, uh, what people just call lame, whatever that means. So uh, and I think it just means unspectacular in this context. But the bulk of what she's going for is the attractive, educated type. Now, I want to explore more of where this is leading her. So we already know what her pinnacle is. We already understand what her prime peen is. Keep in mind, and this isn't a shot, but it is something that's necessary to be said, because he brought up the topic, he doesn't fit that criteria. I'm not going to judge his looks. I am going to judge his education. He does not and cannot fit that particular criteria, unless he, of course, 
becomes educated. So that that alone may be the reason why there's a lash out, but I think that the lash may be misdirected when it's at Pookie Ray Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's just something that people put in arbitrary. But yeah. you, you like yeah. most most um, women um, prefer the company of you know intelligent, edu- um, intelligent, handsome men, correct? Yes. And do they seem just as likely um, to do you wrong as the uneducated handsome men? Oh. The. To me, it's and that is what Obsidian. This is the core of what Obsidian is talking about. This is the core of it. He's saying that are your complaints coming from the handsome guys that um, that are pooky, or is it just coming from the handsome guys? So, like, it's a different type of wrong. I don't. I, mm. Please elaborate. It's a different type of wrong because it's educated wrong. But please elaborate. I know where she's going. I know where she's okay. I'm not going to lead the witness, but I I do know where she's going. Go ahead. Yeah, with the the educated guy, the wrong they're doing is is sometimes okay. This this could have sound bad. The wrong they're doing is they don't want to settle down. That you see that as wrong. Okay, so we get that part. Basically, the wrong that the educated guys is doing is not wanting them enough. Essentially, shout out to Ramil, the wrong that the educated guys are doing is pumping and dumping her. That the educated and handsome guys are doing. That's their wrong. When it's with the pookie, it's just they have a lot of drama. They like have some baby mama drama or something. But or, they want to settle down too? I mean, some pookies don't want to settle down. I'm not going to lie. Okay. This is and this isn't my opinion or anything like that. And this isn't something I'm, I'm just judging, you know, the plurality of women, black women on. But basically, what I'm getting here is that it seems, and this is contrary to what Obsidian believes, and that is that the handsome Pookie is trying to wife the women that the handsome, educated lame don't want. This is this is a case. What she's describing is a case of Pookie taking the leftovers of the educated lane. But a, a lot of them are okay with, you know, finding a place to, I guess, sleep. So, like... They, they, they basically, yeah, basically it sounds like you messed with some pookies who, you know, really rocked with you because, you know, you probably had a, 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 a warm couch for them to, uh, to, to sleep on and everything. But with the um, more sophisticated, educated guy who had his own warm place that you could see yourself coming into, 
he didn't actually want you to come into that. But so that's what you is that's what you meant by a different type of problem. Well, they all he, he was he was nice. No, no, no. It was it was cool being around him. It was nice. It was pleasant. It was peaceful. You got attached, and he like, hold on, I'm just I'm just fucking you. So that that's why a lot of chicks be that's that's why a lot of chicks will say it ain't no different. They all fuck boys all the same, but because that you know that that. that Okay, somebody said females like hood dudes because of a warped craving for domination and validation. Uh, the man projects uh, sometimes uh, op- um, overcompensating and dominating demeanor, demeanor that will proudly validate, show her off. Uh, so I see far too many pookies holding an overweight woman's purse in the grocery store. For to to actually say dominant, like I don't when, when I see when I see relationships like that, I don't really see Pookie in the dominant position. You know, I wish I did. I truly do wish I did. You know, like more relationships where he's walking ahead and, you know, she's like two steps behind and stuff like that with her hands crossed or with her wrists crossed and stuff. Like, I wish I seen that. But like. On Warstar Hip Hop, when I'm seeing like a chick just yelling and going off on some dude, it's typically a pookie. Like that's don't get me wrong. I'm uh, the ELs get it, too, but. Like, as far as a trope, as far as, like, a general understanding of who's going to put up with this shit, it's typically a pookie. Yeah, I hate the term, the educated lame. Well, I mean, if he's truly an educated lame, how I define it, he's happy to take what he can get, and he's going to just hop right in that relationship, you know, whole hog. But that guy who's um, educated but on that cad spectrum, that's the guy who's actually going to be generous and preaching nice. But, you know, because he's he's good looking and educated and probably has uh, monetized that, you know, intelligence and make good money. So he's good looking. He make good money. He got he got he got it all going. That's that guy that got those options to the point to where, you know, the women saying, well, where are all the good men going? And they all, you know, it's only such a small percentage of men out there, you know, and everything that it turns into that guy. You get attached to that guy. But that guy got options and you just, you know. You you do not you, he ain't he ain't about to settle down with you, but you end up wanting to settle down with him. So then you end up you know settling for um, a more ratchet pookie situation because at least at least you got something he wants. You know the 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 the, the cad the educated cad dude got something that you want and you're trying to get that from him. You can't get that from him. You're gonna so you end up rocking with the dude who you got something he wants. He's trying to get it from you. That puts you in a position of power to. Um, to be in control in that relationship, or at least feel like you control the situation until all his baby mama drama and bullshit come at your at your doorstep, and then you realize you ain't got no control in that situation. And then all men ain't shit. Is that about accurate? I mean, I wouldn't say the last part because yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would, yeah, you would, yeah, you would. Since I've been in the, well, Bernard, I've been I... in the sphere, I understand. I understand why. I understand why it's like that because I didn't understand it before, but it makes so much sense to me. So, Bernard, um, I I think you got something wrong because you said that. Um, yeah, um, you said that the 
that the um, uneducated man, you know, they are just looking for a warm place to stay um, or they're looking for a warm place uh, to get into. And uh, you're saying that she's looking to get into the um, educated man's warm place. Um, I think um, all the men got into her warm place. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We're, now, City, and that was that was the moment for you to play the uh, Pornhub thing. The, yeah. That, that was no, the wild one. Yeah. <laughs> but well, no, it, well, somebody said collective seconds. I, I don't, you know, I don't care if I'm a person seconds. I really don't care about um, body counts that much. But um, no, I, I do want to say that you made a good point that, that, that there is a different type of buffery. I don't want to leave with the impression that um, that your vagina is safe, you know, because a guy is a PhD or anything like that. Your vagina is never safe, um, you know. And that's what I wanted to get at. I, I wanted to like, because what I, what I think is being sold here is that your vagina is safe if you don't mess with this guy. Your vagina is safe if you don't mess with the cats or you don't mess with the pookies or you don't mess with the masters of the universe. Your vagina is safe when you mess with the guy who has dad qualities but isn't a dad. Like, I think that that's what the narrative that was being pushed is. And I'm here to say that it's not that type of party. Basically, the only way your vagina is safe is if you get with a man that no other woman wants. That's the only way. Like the way is is you get with a guy that can't cheat. And the problem with with that particular strategy, um, and this is a black woman problem primarily, is that they work in a collective. So let's just say that they all got together and said, I'm going to start messing with the 45K brother, the 45K blue collar black man. Then there will be such an influx to the 45K blue collar black man that he will become the new players the average looking 45k black man like he will become the new player class because they all decided to go after this particular group i'll be the best pick me you can be and um give give it give the vagina to the best man that's willing to take for it to take it and hope for the best i don't know that's the strategy yeah well there you go if I may, I would like to respond to something Game Changer said. Game Changer was a brilliant man, but today he triggers Pablo. Um, okay. More men, more men should be like more Black American men should be like Pablo. They absolutely should be like Pablo. Pablo doesn't have a criminal record. Pablo has a college degree, two of them. Pablo's been gainfully employed for almost 30 years of his adult life. Pablo is a homeowner, taxpayer, married man. Pablo is many things. 
I'm, you see, I'm speaking in the third person. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you sound like you're reading off your E Harmony dating profile. You like well, well, he's and once again, this is another example of because black women think in a collective. Black men seem to be trying to steer that collective to their own personal penis. Meaning that, you know, the the collective should come to my penis. When personally, I believe that the collective should just disband completely. Married, like, foreign, right? like foreign films and long walks through the park, uh, Pablo? I mean, my, my, my point is, my ultimate point is this. I don't want them to be like me so that I don't saying more guys should be like me because I, you know, I can get more pussy. It's because we had, we need a cultural change in some of the uh, dystopian uh, cultural bugaboos that we have in, mm-hmm. in America. If more people were like Pablo, Black America would be just fine. We'd be competitive. We would have, uh, you know, two parent homes and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, uh, they should more be like something. I mean, I agree with you, Pablo. I, I mean, I don't, I don't see what the disagreement with me was because I was saying how, how she should be. Or how women in general should be, not really how. No, I think he was he was going back to when you said that made that statement about Ophidian yeah. when because Ophidian has been I'm paraphrasing, but he, he's been he's been quoted what the hell he's been quoted as saying that you know women they need to get with men like me. Yeah, and, I never said that. But here's my position. My position has been I'm asking a question. I got started in doing all this because of the lack of specificity on the part of black women when discussing these issues. They've always framed it as if it was a problem across the board with black men. In the years since I got started in 2015, more and more information has come out that has proven that black men are not an undifferentiated block, that we are very, we're not monolithic. We are very different from each other in a lot of different ways. So it raises the question as to where black women are complaining about black men. Black women now want us to believe that this is something that's seen across all social classes of black. So we just clarified that her complaints is through various different groups um, of the collective of black men. Her complaints is like, you know, she has one complaint from one group, another complaint from from another group, um, a third complaint from a third group. Like, she has various different complaints from various different groups of men that that sh- that she's been with, and I think that many black women are the same way. Uh, once again, what he's looking for is evidence that that they just go to Pookie, and that's why they have problems. Like it's a lot more complicated than that. You know, and and he wants to also say that the solution to the problem is to avoid cads and pookies. Basically, and if a cad is a handsome guy, he's telling women to avoid handsome guys and avoid pookie. That's really. 
black men, all income graduates, all education levels. Again, not true. For example, the idea that educated black men, even some of them, don't want to settle down. Not true. The highest group of black men to marry in black America are the most educated. You want to know the least likely to get married are the least educated. That's a fact. So when black women complain about black men not wanting to settle down, we have to ask the educational level of the black men in question. Are black men like Pablo who possess two degrees? Are they the guys that don't want to settle down? We know that's not true. He's married. So who are they talking about? Who? Quantico. Who? What's the profile? Well, I mean, you asked for a sample population and she gave it. You know, educated men did seem less likely to settle, settle down. Now, um, the statistic could also be a result of women being less willing to settle down with uneducated men. Um, and I think that that might be her case um, because she said that these guys came with different problems. And those problems are things that she don't want to settle down to. So um, I, I don't think that, it, you know, yes, I believe the statistics that you quoted. I just don't think that it, it shows... Um, a male pattern of behavior i think it shows a female pattern of behavior well it definitely shows a female pattern of behavior that's yeah. the whole point of me asking and that's basically what i was getting at because from what she was saying she wanted to marry the educated handsome guy and they didn't want to marry her and she said that the uneducated handsome guys had all sorts of problems um, that she likely didn't want to marry so you know I get it. He wants to paint the picture that educated guys are just sitting around with a dick in their hand, hoping that, you know, women come and hop on it so they can give them a ring. I mean, they can hop on it. That doesn't mean they're going to get a ring. It, it, it just doesn't. It's not that simple. Asking the question of the ladies to be more specific about who they're talking about. No, no, I mean that an unwillingness to settle down with uneducated men um, amongst black women. I but think that's, 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 no, that's, no, that's no great shock. We all, everybody knows that women prefer more educated men than less educated men for long-term mating. So that's no well, great well, shock. Yeah, but what what I think you're concluding from the statistics is that the women are not going after the educated men. Um, but what she's saying is that um, in her attempts to go after the educated men, uh, like Pablo, you know. It, it's um, short-lived. It's, uh, it's, it's very... The question would need to be, why would that be? Why would it be short-lived? Is it purely just simply because those men don't want to settle down? Or is it because the women that want to be picked by these educated men don't meet their standards? Because we also know that men are very choosy. Yes, that's exactly what it is. That, that's, that's the point I was getting at. You just rephrased it. These women would like educated, handsome men. It's just that it's very difficult to get the men like that to settle down. Because they say stuff like fat women aren't women and, you know, don't deserve our love or respect. So, yes, you will find standards amongst um, certain cohorts of men that you won't find amongst other cohorts of men. You know, but, I mean, what Obsidian was initially attempting to do was to say that they primarily date these um, these knuckleheads, these world star hip hop types, and all the complaints they have is because they date that type. 
But what I'm saying is not dating that type of dude will not solve the problem. And the problem is, is that they are good enough to bid, but not good enough to wed to another group of men. That's the problem. They must improve their own quality to get with the guys that they want. And in this case, it seems like the guys, and this isn't an individual shot at her, salute to her, you know. And in this case, the guys that they want seem to be educated, both educated and handsome. When it comes to long-term mates. Yes, we are. So, yeah, it's a lot of so we have to ask a question for the ladies for whom it applies. They're having a hard time locking down the educated man. They have to ask themselves, are they competitive? Are they a competitive? That's what I brought up earlier when I said, you know, be the best pick me you can be. All right. Let me get 10 more likes. Competitive long-term mate. That's, do, you, do you ask yourself that, Erica? Erica? Oh, yeah. I, I saw her name with Erica. No, that's Jenny Jackson. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesse yeah. Jackson. Uh, oh, dang. Oh, oh. Salute to Steph, uh, Steph Pinkscale. Steph is cold, my bad. Because he brings up an excellent point, and that is um, she just exists, doesn't compete. Exactly. So here you have a woman who obviously placed uh, place some premium on education and, of course, looks. That's obvious. You know, she wants that dude. And what I was asking was, what do you do to get that dude? And she just say, I don't. What I do is I remain myself and I made happy 
or I made home with the dude that I was getting, and that's the blue collar guy that she's with now. You know, and this isn't a shot at blue collar dudes. This is just she has a hierarchy, and she went to the middle instead of for altering herself to get the guy that she wants. And guess what? Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. What I want to do is, and the reason why I did this stream is I want to point out like how important looks are. Like, I think a lot of guys sleep on that. Like, while we focus, okay, so like the white dudes, uh, the white, the white manosphere content creators, they have LMS, looks, money, status. And um, because things are hyper competitive, and Steph agrees, um, ever since the invention of stuff like Tinder and stuff, you know, things aren't what they used to be. Women who used who who back in the day in 2010, a woman would say, I just want a guy that's six foot. Now they saying I want a guy that's six five, you know, or in 2010, you know, 70K was enough. But now they want 170K, you know, like that's that's just what it is. That's just the way the whole dynamic has shifted. And everybody is looking for an advantage, you know, looks, money, status. Looks is something that a man has the least control over. And money is something that he has more control over than his looks, but less control over than his status. And status is where he ranks in whatever social structure he is in. And the importance of that social structure. And that is why we're competing over these scraps. We want that social structure, you know, looks is hard, looks is damn near impossible to augment. Um, you know, money is very difficult to augment, but status, you want to change the woman's perception of how she values status. You want her to one um value status more. You want status to be the most important thing in her repertoire because it's something that you have the most control over. If you don't have status, at least you can appear to have status. So you want that, you want to put that in the forefront of what she's looking for. And then you want to augment how she views status. So there's one group of guys who's like, you know, I want you to view status as, as this, um, as how hood I am. I'm so hood. And that is how much status I have because of how gold my teeth are. So I want you to, I want you to ignore the um, looks and money. And I want you to focus solely on my status. You know, I'm big G from such and such block. From the block. And I, rep I represent the block. That's my status. And then on the other hand, and, and this is um, more so the case with Obsidian. And you've seen, you know, what Pablo was doing with his status. It's like, okay, you know, I have these, I have these degrees, I have, you know, this, this, and this, you know, um, um, financial security, financial consistency. I've worked in, you know, well, he, that's really more to the money portion, but still, you know, um, he, he's, he's putting it off as status because there's is an overlap between LMS. There is an overlap, you know, looks do affect your money, you know, um, once again, halo effect, shout out to Steph Clean Scale. You know, he makes a lot of money um, doing what he do on his channel and is uh, largely because 
it's um, partly and largely a fitness channel, meaning that he attracts people based on how fit he is. So looks does affect your money and status. And your money, of course, affects your status anyway. You know, um, but everybody, there's in the black ministry, there's so many groups of people trying to champion their status. And it is putting all the brothers into these categories. And we're fighting for the right to do this. Be like, I want you to come at my status. I want you to come at my status. But listen, it at the end of the day, no matter how much you champion your status, no matter how much you do this, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, the, the you know, come to me, come to me, my degree, come to me. I'm so hood. No matter how much you do that, you are still ignoring that these chicks are going to like the guy with the looks or and or money is going to snatch now i want y'all to recall that episode of uh, hit the like button i want y'all to call that episode of the pineapple show i want y'all to call that episode of the pineapple show that one chick she was shooting brothers down off looks now not to say she didn't shoot brothers down off of other stuff but she was shooting brothers and others she was shooting people down like immediately three seconds looks 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 look shoot down shoot down shoot down shoot down and then you know she she went to the money and you know like what do you do for a living and stuff like that and then she went to status like period like it wasn't nothing those guys could do Y'all are y'all are delusional if y'all think that you can you can just overwhelm a vagina with hoodness or you can overwhelm a vagina with you know um, education and academic achievements and stuff like that. You know, now don't get me wrong, if that equates to money, if one of those two things equates to money, then yeah, because you got two of the three deadly sins. Like, you know, you if you're a hood dude and you're making money off of it, then, you know, then, hey, you got two out of the three. And, you know, if, you, if you're if you an educated dude with the PhD and, the, you know, um, yeah, then you got the two out of three. But don't get it twisted. It is not worth fighting um, each other over. It's not. It's not. Do you think I give a damn if some chick is with some some hood nigga i i truly don't i truly listen it's rare it's rare and i've seen it in high school but um as i got to know both people involved um it turns out that they just grew up together uh it's rare that you see like this um um this super bad chick hit the like button it's rare that you see this super bad chick that's with a hood dude that's both ugly and broke. That is that shit is rare. That shit is rare. Same with the same with the educated, you know, dude. Like that that is rare. That is rare that you see that. You know, like you you know, he's he's ugly and she even said that look, I'm looking for a dude who or or she said I got shot down by the dudes who are both handsome and educate team. 
And this goes back to college. Like, you know, she got shot down by those dudes because the, they're checking off two of the boxes. And, you know, hopefully in their case, pretty soon, once they graduate, they'll have the money too. So, like, these dudes know that they're hitting the 3-4. The, the like, we over here fighting over one thing, over one aspect. Of the trifecta, you know. I, I mean, and we should be fighting. Do you do you think I fight niggas over how handsome they are? Like it, it's the same thing. Like I'm not gonna attack another man's money. You know, if a dude has more money and therefore he has greater access to women, I do not attack that. If a dude is better looking, and I talked about that when Grinch was on the show, you know. Um, and I'm I'm talking about in my personal life. I'll be damned if I do something like that on the internet. The internet is full of better looking niggas. So. You know, that that that'll just be like a you know futile endeavor. But anyway, um so just as ridiculous as it is to attack a man on looks and money, it's also ridiculous to try to pull her desire for status in your direction. It's it's just fruitless. And I get it, like brothers are trying to because let's be clear, the pool is low. The, the pool is low. There are so few fit, feminine, friendly in the community of women that we have first access to that, you know, brothers are just starting to, to do the most to get the least. And that includes Dirty Mackin. And we look foolish. We look foolish. Somebody says incels is trying to um, trying to thug Max. I don't know. I I don't the whole incel thing. I don't know if a dude is an incel or not. Like you know, like who women choose to be with is really so far across the board. Um, and I'm talking about just for primary sex. I'm not talking about for relationships. Before I was talking about for relationships, but just for like sexual gratification. It's all across the board. So I'm not gonna assume anybody is a is a um um incel, but I do want to focus on this uh, status piece because the status piece is also and it has been for quite some time. A back door to pussy. You know, like you look at that whole Princess Frog movie, and dude was like the brokest, he was the brokest prince alive, some dude for France. And he get with this chick who apparently, even though she's like a baker's daughter or something, had more money than he. So he was the brokest, the brokest prince alive. And, you know, he got it just on his status, just the name alone, just the fact that he is a prince, you know, and I, I think he was handsome. I don't know. And trust me, I'm not judging a male cartoon. I'm just going off of, did they call him handsome? Like, was he written in the script as the handsome prince or was he just written as the broke prince of France or some crap like that? So, you know, I don't really remember how that worked. I do know that he, um, yeah, that he was the he was the world's only broke prince, 
and but the name still had status. That's how brothers are trying to get it. They're trying to get it off of I got status, so give it to me. And what that's highlighting, I'll be honest with you, brothers. And this isn't what I'm seeing, this is what the women are seeing. The fact that you're fighting so hard to prove that you have status really is saying that you don't have anything else. You're, you're saying that come to my status because I don't have the other qualities that you're looking for. And at that point, and trust me, this is how the X chromosome brain works. Once you have said that, even if she thought you had or she appreciated what you had in the other two categories, she's going to see it as less than now. For example, say you're a reasonably handsome dude with a reasonable income, but you're, you're out competing, you're warring with other men on the basis of status. From her, she's going to be like, hey, he was cute, but now why is he so focused on status? Maybe he's not as cute as I thought. Or she was like, you know, okay, he has a good income. You know, he makes twice the, um, I'm just throwing this out there. He, he makes twice the average. So he makes 90K, but it's not six figures. And he feels inadequate because all these bitches are like six figures, six figures, six figures, you know. But I think it was perfectly fine with your 90K until you started throwing status out there. You come off as a clown, like this dude, like this dude. He was a consultant at the at a place I used to work at, right? And he went to Cornell. He was super white, like Mormon and everything. He was super white. And um, he, how did I know he went to Cornell? Because he had a flag. He actually had a flag of his alma mater on his desk. And I'm not talking about like a... a you know, like one of those little flags that you that you wave at it at you know at a um, game or something, or you're at a at a Trump rally and you wave that little American flag or something like that. Nah, this was like a full flagpole flag. He was proud, and don't get me wrong, I will be happy too. I will be happy too if um, if I was that dude. You know, if I went to Cornell and graduated from Cornell, that is something to brag about. And it's something that's better brought up in casual conversation. Yeah, the office, like uh, Andy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's something that's that you can bring up in like casual conversation. It's not something that you bring up just just because. Like, it's not something that you damn sure put a flag on. You look full. I mean, he's already married, so he's not really, you know, tripping on stuff like that. But it, you look foolish. You look like these chicks. That be like, you know, oh, I got my master's and, you know, I'm a PhD. Shop I'm a PhD. You sound like that. You sound like the male version of that when you start with, because that's a status thing for them. When you start with, I am so this particular status thing. I'm not saying it don't matter, but it matters very, very, very little. And the, you're talking about a subcategory of a subcategory of a subcategory. 
Let's break it down. Like, you know, if you were to divide evenly into those things, look, money, status, right? Then the status portion would be one third of that. And then if you were to break down the different variations of how women measure status, that would be a subcategory. That's that's like um, so basically of the 33 percent, you're taking that down, you know, dividing that by 10. So you're talking about a three percent. Basically, if you max out, if you max out your hoodness and you max out your pookiness, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you get a three percent leverage over, you know, the other dude with equal looks and money. Is is I mean, is it really, really worth it? Is it really worth it? All right, let me um, let me check the or super chats and stuff and see. Then I'm gonna close. The, or actually, let's see. I uh, time is it? Yeah, I'll go to two. All right, uh, thirty minutes if y'all want to come up. Oh, actually, she said something else. So I'm going to um, play while I read the chat room. Hit the like button. Hi. Right. And I that's good. That's good. Respect that. that. Respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Water saw its own level there. Why so, are you saying that? Huh? No, no. If she's saying that she was trying to get some um, higher earning, educated, nice looking, handsome, suave dude to be in a committed, monogamous relationship with her. And it wasn't working she realized she was punching out of her league something that we always say that yeah you can get dick from guys like that but you're not going to get a relationship from that guy unless you meet certain uh standards and requirements she's uh being honest and she did realize she didn't meet that so she went and got her you know a hard-working blue-collar man willing to commit to her she did I, I, get it. It. I, I get it but i don't think i understand but not do you see yourself on a lower level than me our problem no so that's what that's what it insinuates that you see no no oh no no she, I understand. Okay, he's not a lower level as you know, just a, a, a man in the world who you know. I, mean, I, I, it, I don't want to be thinking. All right, I understand. I understand where you're what going. Kind of what, what kind of thinking? What kind of thinking would you like to? What kind? What kind of thinking would you like to see happen, though, Game Changer? Uh, somebody said I have. I have no degree, but I do. But, but I only have one. I don't want the thinking to be that um, that the hierarchy of men go Pablo Game Changer Bernard, you know, or Pablo Game Changer. Well, I, mean, I don't want that. I, I don't. I think that women put too many too many emphasis on education. Well, okay. Well, take one take uh, me, you, and Pablo out of it. Um, I do think there's a such thing as a hierarchy of men. If we're talking about, you know, let's just say she can get a tall, handsome, high earning man okay so here's where i'm going with this because i'm not trying to control her view of stat well i am a i am to a certain extent you know but basically i do think that a lot of chicks put i do think that um as far as the status things go the blue collar brother and by blue blue collar brother i do mean like the um the, the men that work with their hands um i do think that in the black community, they get shitted on where they shouldn't. You know, like 
other communities have a greater respect for their uh, i'm talking about from the women the firefighters the the police officers you know um the the what do you call those people at the port of oak oakland um you know the people who receive the products the and they make money don't sleep on it they make money you know um those guys Cibadors or something like that right you know like those guys the the people who work for the utility companies and stuff like that they make money and these chicks will overlook them listen it's it's weird that you could be a plumber right and those of you who own your home and you call the plumber you know that it's pricey um so it's so the price that they charge for labor is how much they make when they come to your house and that's like 165 same with like locksmiths and stuff like that so make no mistake they making money and especially if you start owning your own business and then you know you got people working under you and you're making money off of them they're making money my homeboy's uncle's electrician that, that dude got money got money huge house in the oakland hills right and that's where like the athletes and stuff stay and especially in uh, installing doors and stuff like that too yeah so so there's money in the trade so these dudes will have the the you know money portion of it but these chicks will shoot them down because of some sense of weird status and prestige because you know that comes with a degree like you know there are dudes with you know like a oh, sociology degree or something like that that's you know i mean you know they're doing well but they may have been better off with an hvc license you know and i'm sick of sisters you know overlooking it and, and i'm an educated dude this isn't me trying to bring them to my dick i'm an educated dude i win off of that if all the chicks in the world um just say oh i want to do the education and blah, oh okay i give you that you know but i'm just saying like listen y'all you know this is something i tell my little sister like don't look over that you know that that air force sergeant don't do that to yourself don't look over that navy seal you know don't look over that army ranger like you're hurting yourself you're hurting yourself bad you know <laughs> so, what so that's what i'm, I'm saying to go for it Jayla. No, I, I sent yeah, you're right, because I sent you a video on Instagram. I don't know if you looked at it recently. Um, it was a video of short guys that was having a short date with uh, a whole bunch it was a whole bunch of short guys and they was like, Yeah, uh women that are included like five, ten or over, it was a whole bunch of pretty women that came to the date, like in a bar or something like a lounge. They was like five ten, five eleven. And they was all getting with the short guys. I said, we had, I said, and, and, the, and the fucked up part of this is about not, and like in the white community, they don't, they don't judge or don't like, you know, this is my opinion. I don't know, but they, they don't judge or don't like these like exaggerating uh, standards for like, you know, for their men. But it seems like I see now, I said, it's sad that we have to go through this because these, uh, you know, have hurting me, like, you know, it's like, you know, Type of situation that we gotta like, you know, go through, like, you know, like over uh, hoops and shit like that, you know, in order to like get a good woman and shit, to find a woman and shit, or just to have sex with him and shit. Man, it's fucking, this is sad. I see that. It's a video I showed you, like all them short guys, and they didn't have no problem with finding, uh, getting with a short guy. 
That's all. Um, I, uh, so Steph, Steph, and I forget how tall Steph was, but I remember he wasn't a taller dude. Um, I don't think, and he's saying that um, no, they do. Yeah, see, uh, Josh, I don't want you to think that the way women behave online is the way that they behave off camera. Yeah, like, I, I'm. The situation you're describing, and I didn't see the video that you got me. I, I didn't check my Instagram, but I will. Because um, I didn't see that. But the situation you're describing is the, the somebody said to a group of women, hey, would you like to be on um, Would you like to be on TV? All you have to do is entertain a short guy for some period of time. You see mm. what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. So we're not we're not really getting a sample population of the number of women that are into short guys. What we're getting is a sample population of the number of women women who are willing to date shorter guys, just to be you know to, just for their fifteen minutes of fame. It's a huge difference because we know how women like attention. Right, right. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, you're right about that. You was one thing about that. Yeah, you can't be misleading. Yeah, you're right yeah. about that. It's just that for us, it's like. We gotta be up up over five ten, you know. We gotta have six figures. We gotta have, you know, you know, a stable job. We gotta have a uh, good credit and car. What type of standards? You gotta have all these high standards from these chicks, man. And I be seeing like, you know, you know, other races, women dating the short guy. I mean, dating guys, they like short as hell. They got the like the dime and shit. They ain't complaining about shit. You know, that's what right, I was like. Right. Well, I mean, the divide is greater. And uh, Steph, he covered this in one of his videos where white dudes were talking about, you know, how there isn't this new problem that's developed um, of ridiculously um, outrageous standards. But see, these are guys that came from different communities. Though the problem exists there, it's nowhere near to the extent that it exists in our community. Because um, amongst Black women, the, the unwillingness to settle is extraordinary. Like the woman that you know was on Bernard's, uh, I forget her name, but the woman that was on Bernard's, she eventually settled, um, and which is the smart thing to do if you're not going to improve and, the, and to actually get you that educated, you know, extraordinarily handsome guy. Um, she said it because she had. She said it because she had to, not because she wanted to. Here's the thing. See, here's the thing. This is what I'm getting at, Josh. Um, they don't actually have to. See, what they've done in previous generations that they remained single before they settled. And that's what so many of them are doing, which is why their their criteria is, you know, so overwhelmingly ridiculous. And that's because they're more comfortable being single than all the other groups of women. You know, if you tell a a, a Asian woman that she is 23 years old and she's, you know, she's not in a relationship nor is she or she's not in a relationship that's going to lead to marriage she gets into panic mode you know white woman maybe 27 black woman 47 they don't get into panic mode until like ridiculously late in life yeah that's bad so, you know, you're right about that you're right about that so uh like, Gold said something that says uh don't matter he ain't a scammer so um, I seen that video that you did, and basically, uh, check out his channel. Um, he did a video where where they were interviewing a bunch of women, and it was like, "I want a scammer. I want I want this, this, and this." First of all, most of the time, stuff I don't really believe shit these bitches say ever, ever. <laughs> like quite often, they say stuff just to put other groups off, 
and sometimes they say what they want in the moment like you know they they want a guy who has these particular um uh, attribute because that's the 20 percent that their current guy is lacking meaning that they're with somebody who who has who checks up all the boxes but he doesn't make fast money therefore he's selfish with the money that he does make you know no and no I'll, I'll, right quick, right oh. quick. and often um they're scammers themselves and that's kind of the impression i got from this video they're scammers themselves and they um they want somebody to help with their escapade here's the thing about scamming it's it's uh there was a time when that was a thing to do and you actually could barely but you could pay your rent off of it and i say rent and that was before you know sophisticated computer chips and things like that like it's it's a lot more difficult to do a lot a lot a lot more difficult to do uh, now so they're they're just pipe dreaming or dreaming about pipe in my opinion on that uh right quick right quick charles merchant says uh for that pump and dump um for that uh pump and dump the real um nagaga video yeah so i did a video uh maybe like a week ago about how the black community or how the you know um nagaga culture was pumped and dumped um so check that out and thanks a lot charles merchant all right and Let's see. Final Fantasy, um, JT blocked me, even though I spelled his name right. Yeah, don't don't block people. Just time people out. Bring it to my attention. If they say something, I'll block them. But yeah. All right. Let's see. All right. So yeah, I'll unblock you. Uh, or I'll check to see, but you know, I'll unblock you on that. But go ahead, Josh. You got it. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I just got off the panel a couple of hours ago with a guy. This guy was, uh, he was a, he was a, uh, what's it called? How can I say this? I used to be Pookie, but he told, but he had a friend up there and he said, yeah, the, the manosphere is jealous of the Pookies. That's why the manosphere is jealous of the Pookies because the Pookies are winning. Uh, are winning. Well, I'm going to disassociate myself from the manosphere as time comes. This is a very difficult thing to do, um, because what an educated language. Yeah, no. Uh, okay, so I guess I can, or you know, however people want to. If they, I am educated. If someone want to call me lame, that's fine. But you know, as I mentioned, it's not really a problem I have with Pookie um, or Ray Ray. Most certainly, and I've said this before. Most certainly, um, jealousy. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing about this whole jealousy um, implication um, that, that, and, uh, and I'm gonna go one way with this because I don't really think that it applies the other way the same. Um, I don't really think that educated lames are jealous of Pookie or else they would have become Pookie. You see, as I understand it, it's not very difficult. Now, I grew up in Oakland, um, and we don't have things like Crips and Bloods and stuff like that, you know. Um, so it's probably easier here than it is in Southern California. But 
it doesn't seem very hard to be pooky, especially if you grew up in the hood like I did. Like you could just walk around and say pooky shit and do pooky stuff. It 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 I don't it's it's not very hard. So if someone is jealous, then they would just become pooky. And you it's pretty it's something you could do at any age. It's 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 something that you can do like at any stage in your life. Like you can you know, like right now I could just call myself OG such and such from such and such neighborhood. And it would be accurate because I'm in my 40s and I'm from this neighborhood and I can do that. And all I have to do is shout out the LAR movement, you know, look sleepy and talk slow. And that's that. I'm pooky all of a sudden. It, it doesn't, you know, if we were jealous, we would be doing that. Mm. If we were jealous, that's what we would be doing. But we're not doing, yeah, our growing dreads or something like that. Or like, I can afford <laughs> gold teeth. And if I was jealous, I would become that, you know? So, so bear with me. Like, okay, say somebody is jealous of, shout out to him again. Say somebody is jealous of Steph is cold, like myself, right? Um, um, jealous of his abs, right? In the sense that I wish I had abs like that. Now I'm okay with the ghostly outline that I'm rocking right now, but yes, I would prefer the abs that he has. Then I wouldn't go out and get them because it's too much stuff to do. It's just too much stuff. I'm older now. So, you know, I, I did have them before, but I don't now. Hold on, it means nothing, man. You just gotta <laughs> hard work, man. You just gotta dedicate, you know. Exactly. So, so I'm jealous. I'm just not jealous enough to wake my ass up at 5 a.m. And, and run five miles, like you know, and eat six eggs. I'm like, you know. So yeah. However, it's easier to be pooky than it is to get those abs. It just is. So if if there was true jealousy going on, then it would be that. You know, it, I, yeah. I, I would see that reaction from brothers. I see a lot of pretend. I'm here with you, Steph, but it's, it's from another source from a guy because this guy was like, "Yeah, we taking over. We doing this. We we fucking all the bitches, and they get mad at the woman they can't get, a woman they can't, you know, all this type of stuff." But it was kind of a cat. It was cat. Like you ain't. <laughs> Like, you know, you're not the only person they fucking, like, you know, think they all fucking, which is kind of crazy. It's just kind of like a, like, you know, exaggerated. That's why I asked that question, you know, to you. So I said that question to you. Brought that up, brought that up to you. Well, so, no, I just think it's a misconception. I, I don't know if they really mean anything by it. Maybe they do, but, um, and maybe it's just like a shame, like, you know, to try to make a different side look worse, like, you know, they're just a bunch of jealous guys. And maybe there's some truth in it, you know, with the way Obsidian was talking. Um, but he's not educated. So, I mean, maybe they're, they could have a particular person in mind. But if, if that were really true, you know, let's say Dennis Sperling, he would actually, he would actually be like a wankster. He would, he would, you know, he would be emulating. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I'm assuming jealous people would do, especially when it's not that hard to do. Like, you know, there are things that that people are genuinely jealous of, and that's because they can't mimic it. You know, like if a person was jealous of another man's height, you know, um, then yeah, you know, or another man's looks, you know, then yeah, because you can't really rightly emulate, you know, Michael B. Jordan's looks or something like that, you know, or money. It's very difficult to emulate someone's money, a very wealthy person's money. So, you know, and it's nothing wrong with being jealous of a few characteristics of somebody, but don't dirty Mac him and don't try to take him down. That's, that's, that's just played. Like, you know, I'm not going to walk up to, what's her name? Uh, Lori Harvey and say, you know, why you fucking with handsome niggas? You know, that's just dumb. My only problem is this, though, with the chicks that saying this shit is they fuck around with Pookie, but the thing is, they want like a Michael B. Jordan type of guy. Like, oh, I want Michael B. No, 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 no. You don't, mm-mm. You, you stay over there. And the thing is, they don't want they don't want them. And the guys that they want don't want them. Like we said, they reject well, them I and mean, they get mad at attitude. It's not much really wrong with what a woman's want. You know, because I, I think those women are just saying that I want a guy that looks like Michael B. Jordan and I have access to Pookie. I, I think that that's what they're really saying, uh, which is fine. Like, um, look at um, what's that dude's name? Um, the mugshot, uh, Jeremy Meeks. You know, like that's that's solely looks. And people like that's a win for no, that is a win for dudes, light skinned dudes with green eyes that look like that dude. Like that's a win for for that particular thing. You know? Is it Jeremy Meeks that guy that went to jail and he went viral or something? Yeah, from Stockton, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah. Was... so my point is, is that, you know, I think that he would have got the attention and everything that he got, no matter what he um, did. No matter what he did, and, you know, like, if he had a PhD or something like that, or, you know, if he was a mechanic, like, I think, like, you know, the way women responded to his look, was just so overwhelming that he he's gonna win no matter what. But who's who's gonna win? The, the average, the pretty boy guy, uh, Jeremy Meeks. Uh, Jeremy Meeks. Well, he's not yeah. average by the way women were reacting to his looks. Yeah, yeah, that was he's not crazy average looking. Too. I should say he may be average in you know other regards, but he's not average. Um, well, he was. Well, do you think he was? He was not. That was not the part where he was had pretty eyes. He was just light skinned. Well, like woman because they like track. He was light skinned and pretty light skinned guy. Well, or he I, was just a thug guy. He was. He had the. He had both traits. He was pretty war and a thuggish guy. That's so that's what they want him for or something. Well, like once again, so do you think that? Do you think that um, they wouldn't have wanted him if he wasn't a thug? No, they would not want him. Okay, that's where we disagree at because they would not want him if he was not a thug. <laughs> the guy in prison with a record. The way how I saw the comments, that that picture came okay. out. I remember that picture. Okay, that picture well, came let's, out let's, let's do it like this then. Let's do it like this. Um, do women want um, physically attractive guys that aren't thugs? I'll say yes to that one. I'll say yes to that one. So, to a certain extent, so he, to a certain extent, though, to a certain extent, that, that's what I'm getting. So he would be that. To a certain extent, the guys that they want, that they 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 are they aren't thugs. Those guys do not want them because they they, they come they comes 
because those type of guys that they have access to Pookie, no, they I come they they come with problems, dude. They come with fucking problems and shit. No, I, I get it. He's a he's a low hanging fruit um to them. I I get it. A pretty low hanging fruit. You know, we all want that. We all want the chick that just so happens to be a nine, but you know she's she's on section eight or something, and you know she, she you're not really competing with you know the entire world for this chick. You know, we all want that, but um. You know, it's very difficult to come across. They seen that as an opportunity, but trust me, like if there was a bunch of Chloe Bailey's, no matter what her, no matter what her persona, uh, no matter what her status is, the same thing would occur. Like, I um, mean, well, Chloe Bailey is who I'm attracted to, but whoever you like, you know. So, yeah, like the same thing would occur. Her her background just pales over her looks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, but the guy, I think the guys will have more of a standard. Like hell no, but but I was saying like yeah, you he was I mean you right about the I mean he was he was he had both traits of the thug and a pretty boy, but most women like most women that I grew up with, they was like oh he pretty, but he ain't you know hood enough. He ain't hood enough type of guy. He ain't the guy that's like you know. What when when shit goes down, you know, I tell him he ain't gonna like you know jump the gun, or he's not gonna like you know throw himself out like that, whatever, because he ain't not about that life. That's that's why I said I just, I look I, I kind of get what you're saying, but I a little disagree, but it, to a certain extent though, that's what I'm saying to a certain extent when they use that uh, when they see that person is not uh, as uh, as a protector. No, I mean, I protect them. That's the word I'm looking for. They can use. Okay, so so right now I was asking the woman um, on this panel, and um, she kind of said what she was looking for. I get what you're saying on one hand, but I don't think that that thinking is as prevalent as, um, as brothers are trying to say say that exists maybe directly in the hood if you grew up there um that would be the case um but i don't really see that in real life and it would be uh, nice it, it, would, it would be nice for them if that's how it was but i don't you know i i, I did i'm in chicago man. so it's a lot of shit in chicago man. i did I, I think i think yeah. what he's pointing at What's, what's going on, uh, Game Changer? And was, uh, hello, uh, the fellow panel member. I think what he's... Just call me Jay. Just call me Jay. Jay? Yeah, just call me Jay. What's going on? Uh, so I think what you're alluding to, maybe I make a parallel. Uh, we we know of... <laughs> GC might not agree with me. But we know of hot women that are... Be, they're beautiful women, but they have bad personalities. Or, you know, for example, the, the whole archetype of a good-looking woman, but she sound like Jada Kiss, or she sound like she smoked a lot of drugs. Oh, yeah. So, and yeah. then it's like you have the combination of... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's funny. You have the combination of a woman that might look uh like the plain Jane. She might look homely, but she has a great... I hate to say, I don't want to say personality, but she might be the most best cook, or she might be the most feminine in nature. So I think you're basically saying there's two archetypes 
or two uh, standards of uh, attraction when it or ways of attracting women through a man's physical aesthetics compared to his masculinity, right? So, for example, you might, on a scale of one to ten, you might be a six, but you might be ultra masculine. You know, that might draw a woman more so, but then the other guy might just have a, I don't want to say jawline, dude, but he might have a more chiseled features, so to speak. That might attract women. So it's basically more, it's, it's saying it's like there's more way to, more than one way to skin a cat. With Jeremy Meeks, you pointed out an interesting uh, dynamic because it can be either or, to be honest with you. But I think more so it had to do with his facial features, especially with that lighting that he had. Because the lighting, uh, what if he didn't have the lighting, then he would have he wouldn't have been light skinned, he wouldn't have been blue eyed, he wouldn't have been. Let me elaborate, let me elaborate because of the lighting, it showed it highlighted his pronounced jaw, right? Yeah, so so the evolution, among other things, I mean, of course, hey man, we we live in a I I don't want to be uh not being pro black anything, we live in a Eurocentric society, whatever the more uh racially ambiguous a person is, that's was considered the the most ideal that that's the zenith of attraction you know that's the zenith of beauty is a person that looks the most ambiguous where you can't tell where they're from or so more do you think European. you think uh, chiseled features for example would those be more I eurocentric mean, or is that more of a universal well, thing that's that's about the, the the chiseled features well, well you're talking about pigmentation with pigmentation that's more well, correlated to that's more. Let me just say this. That's more about I don't, I don't, let, let Azriel. Sorry, buddy. I'm sorry, but Azriel. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. The, the person's pigmentation. That's more correlated. Uh, I don't want to, because then that gives leeway for the whole colorism argument. But yeah, that's more I'm less, not trying to do that. That's why. No, no, I, of course. I, I, I know. You, I know what you're pointing at. But what I'm saying yeah, I'm is trying the combination. To speak to features aspect. There's a video out. I wish I had it. It. It showed the whole concept of why, why Michael B. Jordan is considered attractive, and then they pointed out that he doesn't have the most uh, conventionally attractive chin, right? But they said his pronounced uh, jawbone is different. Well, it's, it's here or there, but what it is, what I'm basically pointing out at too is that he hit all what Edward Anderson calls a genetic marker. So he had the blue eyes. That's something that's not considered. The irony is that that's considered a not the most genetically appealing in terms of biology, but for society, societal wise, that's considered the most ideal uh, aesthetic, having blue eyes, being light skinned. And, but the jawline is more so pronounced. Uh, for example, people like Tyson Beckford, there's a couple of other dudes that are uh, in the modeling industry. Well, let's, 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 do this. Let's, let's do this because we're, we're spending a lot of time. We, we're focused on why he's a let's just Let's just accept that he is, and this is from the reaction from yeah. women. Good call. Uh, and, Good and, call. You, and you were you were relating that to what J-Lock was saying about um so I think the question that J-Lock is posing is was it his looks or his social status um as a prisoner that made him that? Um and I think that that's what you were responding to. Am I right, Azriel? I oh yeah, I want to say this. It's his looks, but I would guess to Jack's point, I'd say maybe being in jail or being a bad boy was the icing on the cake. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but then here, here's here's a uh, food for thought right here. Quick insert: What if basic social skills improved upon through knowledge and experience over years' time added to that social status? Hence, social status. Well, see, this is the thing. I'm not sure where I just came on because I saw GC was on, and I thought it was going to be an interesting conversation. 
I mean, like I said, there's more than one way to skin a cat. I don't know what uh, Jay was talking about before I came on, but I mean, for example, there, you know, that you can always, <laughs> we, we always encompass the black society because we're more hyper vigilant on a person's visual features than more so their productivity, you know, their personality, charm, charisma, and so on and so forth. That's, but, that's like a, I said, as a derivative. Yeah, that's like yeah. a slavery derivative. Yeah, right? but I, like I said, as a man, you have you you have you have more than one way to skin a cat. You know, like I think we sometimes go to the extreme. We always assume, oh, if you're not like if the person is having trouble with a particular group of women, oh, they must look like Quasimodo. It's like uh, not necessarily. Maybe it's just their personality is not uh, it's not compatible with that particular yeah. group of woman. Right. You know? Before before I finish the video, I do want to touch on what J um, what JT was saying about derivative of slavery. Yeah, I do think that there is a there there as far as that because slavery is a situation that more or less um, you know um, money and status are pretty much static across the board as far as uh, for women to choose a mate. You know, like you're not gonna say, "Oh, he's the number one cotton picker in the field." Like, and there is no money <laughs> in slavery, so you know, therefore, you pretty much are. That's what's left. I mean, of course, there are okay, certain. Yeah. That, uh, well, right, wait, right, wait, right, right. You know, there are certain um, status markers that, but it's very limited. You know, um, if you're skilled, you're a blacksmith or something like that. Of course, that that helps, but generally speaking, you're all very low status and very, very, very low money. So yeah, looks is what's left after that. Uh, right. that like, and I'll finish off this video. Yeah, like if you got like if you got like strong hands, for example, right? Or if you can like lay the pipe, which is like the traditional term as it be for like, you know, the generation X and beyond. You know, or you know, if you got like fat butt cheeks or like, you know, biceps <laughs> the size of your head. You know what I mean? But then <laughs> I think what I think what most women are they really want and they can't even really sum it up themselves and that's the trick brothers like for them as much as they talk about it they're talking about it in a terms where they're still trying to figure it out for themselves because when it comes to black women right like every other race has their standards which varies geographically nationality based on men right like you can you could be the same race and have two different cultures like you know all those things incorporated right i mean as far as america's concerned you can be black and be pretty much two different goddamn races excuse my language but at the end of the day we need to come back to something that is called universal masculinity and that is no more defined by physicality than it is by intellect than it is by potential than it is by drive and that it is by the, the, the innate need to accomplish what's best for oneself above and beyond all circumstances, right? And, you know, if, if black men could just tap into that spirit because that is what has kept us alive for the last 400 years, and we take it to the next level, which I think the manosphere is, is this, this is that time. It's that time right now, you know, and we, and we treat it gently, man. And we, and we fly right, you know, we can make it happen. I think this is it right here. This is where, you know, the Gen X connect with the millennials, connect with the Gen Zs, and we all get on board with something and we, and we do something screwed up like them Canadian truckers.
I, I don't get the reference. But I agree. Oh, wait, so basically, so I know, I know what he's talking about the Canadian truckers. Nah, um, I just mean we. I just mean like yo, we bum rush. I just mean we bum rush the exits. We bum rush the gates. Right. We bum rush the club, and we basically like impose like our ideology and hood is because that's what men do. That's what conquerors do. That's what warriors do, as has been done since time immemorial. All right, let me um let me play the rest of this. Because there's one other thing that she says that I want to touch on before I, I do final thoughts. So, versus a tall, handsome, um, you know, above average, you know, let's say 65k earning man. The the man who's tall, handsome, the man who's tall, handsome, and makes uh, 175 thousand dollars a year. Yes, women do see him as higher up than a uh, handsome. I'm assuming she's the average height, handsome man that makes about 65k. So yeah. I, I, I said, women, women do see a difference in that. So we no, don't know. That, that's so, I want to make that. Hold on, wait, Pablo. Hold on, you got bad backgrounds. Okay. Yeah. So real quick. So I, I want to say this. Um, you, myself, uh, game changer, city. We're within shooting distance of each other. Yeah. Somebody like Dennis Sperling is not in our shooting distance. True. So. You know, a, a, a blue collar guy, there's nothing wrong with that. He could be a blue collar guy and be a plumber, right? Or, or uh, um, my dad was a, owned a landscaping company. So, you know, those guys are still in our shooting distance, even though they have different, you know, credentials. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and I don't want women to just like downplay that. That's all I'm saying. Like, you know, there are high earning blue collar dudes with, you know, they're firefighters, they're police officers, you know, yeah. uh, they get that did hazard pay. You I, know, um, I get exactly where you're going. I think it was, she was, she could have better worded it and say, I found someone more suitable. Okay. That, that, that's really how she should have worded it. Worded it. And that's, that happens all the time on Kevin Samuels' show, where if you look at the chick and her, um, her stat sheet and how she line up and how she measure up, what she thinks she's settling for, she actually should be very happy to have because that's you know right at where she's at, maybe slightly above. <laughs> but you know, but in their in their mind, they think they're settling for what's suitable for them, given where they're at, because they have a false sense of where they at where they're at. So all I'm saying, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, yeah, I'm not saying I'm settling. Where's that false sense? Where's that false sense of their self aware of their self assessment of their mate value coming from? That where does it come from? Yeah, where's where does the false sense of so many black women's self-assessment of their mate value coming from? Um, it's a number of places. One place we kind of already touched on because they can get sexual access to guys that they have no chance of getting in a relationship with, so they can be a little deluded and thinking that hey, these are the guys that are you know on par with me, or they're foolish enough to think that their value on the market is determined based off their income and based, based off their money or based off their success, based off their education, their degree in uh, basket weaving, shout out to Game Changer, I think that's his quote. Um, so so yeah, they, they may think that they have some uh, status, they, status because of that. They could think they have a, a higher status because of a lot of things and that's the reason Kevin Samuels dresses them down with the you know, scale from one to 10 with your face. Uh, height and weight and, and all of that and 
do you got any kids? Um, were they out of wedlock? Were they this? Were they that? And he come up with an actual picture that no, I mean, a blue collar construction worker is about your speed. So, 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 so here we have a situation that's very interesting because a lot of black women, from what you're saying, it seems that a lot of black women have, for whatever reason, have trouble distinguishing between short and long term mating. That's one way to look at it. That's kind. Of, that's kind of a. That's a related, but kind of kind of a different route, but still kind of related. Um, the people in the back. I, I apologize. I'm left some of y'all back there forever. I, I don't. I typically don't go. I didn't, I didn't want to over overbook the, the the panel, but so um, I'm I'm probably not. None. It's just late in the show. I ain't bringing nobody else up. So I do apologize, to everybody who was waiting in the back for a long time. But I ain't bringing nobody else up. But uh, hold on, real quick before we before you go down that uh that road, Obsidian. Al Boogie in the building says, I don't appreciate you helping her explain the highway traffic to her box of Bernard. I don't think her man appreciates that either. She on the road to perdition. Shout out to uh, Al Boogie. Um, the light bearer comes through in the building. He says, he nodded in agreement and muzzled himself, it seems. She spoke in, um, I don't know what that is. Patois? Patois. Patois? What is, what is that? Uh, um, speaking, a kind speaking, of a no, speaking, yeah, okay, speaking indirectly towards him. No, no, go, no, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, speaking indirectly towards him, I do it all the time to insult indirectly. And yeah, people, but why do you need to do that, though? Yeah, I know. I mean, we, we're not trying to go back there. I don't think she's just this, um, subliminal sneak, this indirect, um, magician, but you know, but I do think that we, um, I, I, I do, I do think it is, it, it is a simple case that. She came I, I ready. I, I do. I do think she came ready to say. I mean, Angry Man said this. I'm paraphrasing him, uh, but she she came ready to say all that to him. But he, you know, didn't go. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't give her. He didn't take the bait. So she just emptied that clip on somebody else. That's 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 a fair assessment of what happened. I think. I have a theory as to why that is, but I'm not going to go into it here. I, I'll do it yeah. on my, my show. Okay, I have a, fair, I have fair a theory enough. why so many brothers are seeing all of these sneak this indirect slights on kevin and by extension black men writ large i have a theory as to why that is but i'll go into it over on my yeah. yeah yeah i mean fair enough um yeah i don't i mean listen i don't think she came in i don't i don't think she sneaked this one I, like i said i just think she she found somebody guilty of <laughs> guilty who she thought was guilty to throw that on and she said um random dudes on TikTok. i don't know but anyway all right um what the hell uh, let me say this if, why, why you why you just doing that let me say this somebody's time sister george out she got my chat room smelling like uh, corn chips and white diamond perfume get her out of here <laughs> <laughs> so so uh to the point that game change is making my hierarchy let me say this for the record everybody knows my background but just really quickly um i'm a 22 year union man skilled blue collar tradesman right out of high school um like, like basically like a month out of high school for 22 years uh after my career ended i started uh you know what will become i helped to found or hope to create what we today know as the black manosphere um so i'm a business All right, so this is Obsidian, you know, once again, going for the status thing. Is that your side or our side? Yeah, that's my side, where it's, uh, where it's buffering like that. There's something that she said yeah. I want to get to. Yeah, 
but it's not that important. Basically, she was just saying that um, she was going for the status in college. She went for a guy's status within the college setting. That was the last thing I wanted to um, to touch on what she says, but um, I'll just let it alone because it's uh, this stream is running long. So um, your final thoughts, J-Lock? Um, I don't. I mean, I mean, well, I really don't have anything to say. Surprisingly, I don't have anything to say. Saying something positive and as you know, thank Game Changer for having you no, on the it's, panel. It's, it's fine. I always have a um, I always have a closing thoughts. What about you, Ezreal? Oh, I, well, one of my th- of course, you know, always I always appreciate you having this outlet for us to get stuff off our mind, you know, and, you know, wax poetically sometimes. I wanted to say this. I hope we'll eventually get into the talking point of how there's a lack of a threshold for black men to, as to what is deemed un- uh, attractive and unattractive. I, you know, the whole pookie and educated lame thing is like, we kind of put ourselves in a box and, you know, th- there's range, you know, we have, for example, look at, there's like three white actors, Brad Pitt, Johnny Depp and like Robert Downey Jr. They're all different types, you know, but they're still able to be their own definition of what's considered uh, attractive. So overall, I believe that as black men, we just have to take back the narrative of what is considered masculine or what's considered attractive. Uh, that's the main point. If you want to see any change in, instead of people putting in a black or white thing of you either being a nerd or a thug, that's what that's what your goal is going to have to be. But uh, thank you for having me on again, Game Changer. Appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Oh, I know. I wanted to say, um, men should not be backburners of women that are, that uh, that are not attracted to them. Come back a year, months later, or have to f- sell it on with them, and don't like you know, cooperate and stuff like that. So that's all I had to say. Okay. Well, with that, I want to thank the cash apps and super chats. Managers and moderators, those who are listening silently and those who participate in the chat, if you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and subscribe. Feel free to leave a message in the comment section. And yeah, this is Game Changer 00100. Game over. Peace.